This episode of 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I've been watching this dumpster fire since season one. And I'm Kyle. In this episode, it is very confused. It was very confused to me <laughs> what was happening in these episodes. Two floor? <laughs> Kyle, I don't think I'll be able to buy coochie cream in Qatar, but I don't really know where that is because I sell dildos for a living. <laughs> uh, I was interacting very lightly with Laura on Instagram, and she told me that coochie cream was her porn name. No. What, like, what in what porn? She make joke. It's very confused. Oh, she's yeah. funny. I like Laura. Huge episode. Uh, we had a great The Other Way episode this week. It was hilarious. Happily Ever After was a little heavy. I don't know. It was terrible. Yeah, it wasn't great. It was just it wasn't not... Enter- I didn't feel entertained at all. I didn't feel like I got any, yeah, any entertainment value out of it. I, I just felt gross and I wanted to take a shower. I was making like the teeth clenching emoji face the whole time. Like, ugh. Yeah. Nobody, nobody should be together at all. No. Divorce, 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 por favor. They should call it happily ever divorce. It wasn't very interesting. Mm-mm. No. Oh, Kyle, before we get started. I, hate, I just hated everyone. I know. There's no one to root for on HEA at I all. Know. There's no one. Brandon had a birthday on the 28th. He's 36. His girlfriend, Joy, reached out to me to give him a birthday shout out. And I completely freaking forgot last week. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. Five days ago. (laughs) (laughs) We have some good evidence this week. Finally. I know, right? It's been a long time. It's nasty shit, too. (laughs) This, okay, this is how crazy popular the show has gotten. Ashley threw a fire extinguisher through Jay's window. (laughs) And do you know where I read about it? Guess. On like Time Magazine. It was Newsweek. Is Usu- Newsweek big? Isn't well, Aren't they kind of trashy? Well, it's not like soap dirt trashy okay. or like starcasm.net. Don't get me wrong. I love starcasm.net, but it's not like that trashy. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to read a little excerpt. She threw a fire extinguisher through a window when she heard Jay hanging out with other women after the split. She confirmed the incident was true, saying she more like catapulted it. <laughs> Don't come take my passport and other belongings when I'm about to leave for vacay, she wrote. I will break things. And Jay is reportedly... Wait, what? So she was accusing him of taking her passport? Yeah, she's talked before about having like her documents in some sort of safe and he like took the entire thing. I don't know if this is the same instance or a different one. Seems unlikely. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he was trying to get his documents and she wouldn't open the safe for him. I don't know. I'm speculating. Ashley sucks. <laughs> She is probably the most vindictive and just like vile person that has been on this show. What do you think? Not a fan. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, she's she's almost as bad. She's like as bad as Lita. I loathe Jay. Like, as I have said many times, he is a fuck boy, but he's also 20. How can you not hate? I was kind of a fuck boy (laughs) when I was 20. I don't know. I wish I was a fuck boy. <laughs> it's too busy playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> well, Jay might be too. He likes those video games, as we know. He's, he plays low-class games, okay? Oh, sorry, yeah. snob. <laughs> um, Jay is scheduled to be deported on August 7th, though. This is according to Ashley, which is a... Mm, 
I not don't believe great any, source of information. I don't believe anything at all. This still, I know that we talked about this last week, but this still doesn't answer the question of what she posted in like early February where she said like, we've never, you know, spent a day apart. We've always been together this whole time. I'm breaking my NDA. I'm like, well, I don't know what to believe. It would only be, it could only be massive frauding unless that what we saw was filmed before February. It, or it, after, it, or after. Sorry, it, it definitely. I'm sorry. Like everything I've read about the the scheduling, it wrapped up in 2018 in December. Unless they like went back in March because they knew that this happened. Well, we also know that Christmas is already over, so it has to be the January area. It ha- it, we know it's after Christmas. How do we know that? Yeah, you know, they had the whole tree, right? They did the whole fucking thing with Poochie. Mm, that was early December. All right. I don't care. I no, I don't <laughs> Ultimately, care. Ultimately, I don't I do care. care. I do care, but I'll go I'll move on. The other bit of tea this week is Corey and Evelyn Frauden. So a lot of uh Instagram accounts that I follow and love, including but not limited to Frauded by TLC and uh damn, I just lost the other one. It is Talker of Shits. I love Talker of Shits. Anyway, they were posting this week that uh, it was kind of a fraud in situation with Corey and Evelyn because there was an article <clears throat> that was in Spanish in some like Ecuadorian newspaper that talked about Ingabao being like a surfer paradise. And this was in 2016 that this article came out and they, Evelyn and Corey were interviewed in the article and they said that they had been together for three years. That puts the timeline around July of 2013 when they got together, allegedly. So that's like, you you do math, like six years. Six, yes. Six years. Um, and, and okay, at first I was like, I don't understand why this is fraud. Like, yeah, we knew like Jenny and Samit have been together for seven years. A lot of these couples have been together for a long time. And this is about them moving overseas. So I kind of was like, you know, disagreeing with them on that. But then I watched this week's episode and Corey's like, I've just never seen anything like this. And total her bullshit. grandma's house is just, it doesn't have doors. I'm like, you've been to fucking Evelyn's grandma's house. Do not fucking bullshit me. Yeah. They've been together for six years. He's been there. How many times? At least three minimum. Yeah. He's and- seen this fucking town. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's sleeping in like a ditch on the beach. <laughs> like, She's met her family multiple times. The way that they're so aloof about him is kind of disturbing. We can get into that. The point is, he's been there a bunch. He has seen wild dogs before oh, in fucking pig town. I know. He's like, there's pigs everywhere. Well, fucking yes. You've been to you pig know town. This. Yeah. You own a bar. You've owned a bar in pig town for three years. Multiple dude. investments. Why also, are you pretending? I know. I don't get it. I'm like, it, it's still interesting if, you know, it's high stakes and you're just moving there and you're like, yeah, I've been to grandma's house before. It sucks because of mosquitoes. But I just don't understand the like, why do you have to act like it's the first time? That's my point about this. Their story, I think, is compelling enough without the fraud and bullshit. Yeah, agree. They could have shown the process of Evelyn hating the United States a little bit more and then them making the decision that he had to move to Ecuador to salvage this relationship. And that the complexities in that, I think, are interesting enough without him seeming like this fish out of water, which he still is, but at least he knows what to expect. 
I just think it would be really compelling to hear like, you know, I was in Angabao before. These are the reasons I didn't want to stay. I bought this beachfront apartment for Evelyn because the entire he, reason, he clearly bought that for her, right? That's the $40,000. The entire reason that Evelyn feels comfortable enough to abandon him at the airport is because <laughs> he has been there enough times that he should be able to handle this shit himself. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I mean, let's just launch straight into them. Um, okay. So Corey survives the bus ride. Spoiler. I wanted to see more of it. By I the way. I did too. That bus was fine. I know. I Stop I, making it out to be like you're an inch of death on the fucking bus. It was really dangerous. That wasn't like the real chicken bus. No. That was like the second class bus, right? Like that, that was, or I don't know. Have it, you ever been on a bus in LA? <laughs> like that shit was paradise. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I mean, there was like some kid like plugged in with his like AirPods to his iPhone, like sitting next to him. If the seats in the bus are more comfortable than a Frontier Airlines fucking chair you're okay yeah you're fine he's fine yeah and but did you notice that they took the route through playas just like i suspected i was oh, very proud shit. of my geography anyway. why did why did he bring a full tv um that is why I, I, like guayaquil doesn't have tv stores i don't know and why did he why did he bring one he doesn't even have fucking plugs in grandma's house for it i was too distracted by being appalled by his spanish appalled <laughs> He was like, yo, necesito voy. I'm like, oh, Corey, no. Conjugate properly, please. Like, I mean, he has a... So this uh, this Spanish art, this Spanish article, this article that was written in Spanish also said that he had lived in Ingabao for two years. Who knows what that really means? I mean, you know, maybe he was there on and off for a couple of years or whatever, and he was going back and forth. But regardless, he has spent significant time here. Learn some fucking Spanish, dude. Download Duolingo. It's like free for all and this isn't like devin learned korean for christ's sake paul's only been with karini a year and a half and we still call him a total dum-dum spanish is one of the easier languages to learn lots of opportunity to learn as well like i could speak spanish every day if i wanted to yeah anyway maybe not in the woods in Washington. Okay, fair enough. He works at a bar. His boss spoke Spanish. Remember? You didn't see that bonus episode. His boss comes in. He's like, ¿Por qué no hablas español? And he's like shooting the shit with him. Like, why haven't you learned Spanish yet? He could practice with his boss. I, the only explanation I could think is that he honestly was holding out hope that he wouldn't have to move to Engabao. He should still learn Spanish to speak with his maybe wife's family. Yeah. I, I haven't learned Polish. Yeah, I guess. You should. Yeah, but I don't care about them. No, no. Just- <laughs> <laughs> your, well, your Polish father and mother-in-law also have lived in the States for significant amounts of time, How, present yes. or past. However, and they speak like, English. literally everyone else in her family is still in Europe and speaks mm. Polish primarily. Okay. Well, I don't know. It's just because Evelyn's main thing is like, I want him... I want him to connect with my family more. And to do that, he's got to learn the language. I agree. If he's going to live there, like if I move to Poland, fucking of course, I'm going to learn Polish. I just want to point out if the roles were reversed and she was coming to the United States, Evelyn was moving to the United States and didn't speak English. There would be an outcry. She's got to learn the local language. She has to learn English. Everyone made fun of Larissa all day for her accent, but she speaks like really great English for Uh being self-taught. In like six months. Yeah. 
Yeah. Get your I don't shit know. together. Anyway. Um, so speaking of 50% Evelyn... of me is happy. <laughs> not even 55%. No, not even Nicole wow. level 55. Um, what did you think about Evelyn's reasoning for not going to pick him up? I have mixed feelings about it. If this was really like the sixth time that he's been here, I kind of get it. Ah, don't hate me. I kind of get it. He's a fucking baby. Send your messages to Kyle, not me. That said, it (laughs) is completely... I, I said this the same thing last episode. It's completely fucked up, stupid, cold and heartless to not communicate that to him before he got to the airport, right? That's the really shitty part, right? That's the thing that sucks. He expected her to be there. It sounds like she's like trying to test him. No, this is marriage hazing. It is. You're right. It's totally marriage hazing. And a part of me feels like being beaten up makes Corey hard or something. I thought it was messed up that she said, she said like to her family, ojalá que no lo roben, which means like maybe they don't, hopefully they don't rob him. Hopefully. But if they did. I'm like, damn, girl, that's like fucking cold. Yeah. She's, I didn't like that. Didn't it's like too it. much. And it's they were it's like too much. At like his expense. You you can still, I think, like Evelyn's bluntness and her kind of no nonsense attitude about this relationship. But you can at the same time look at Corey and just think this is not going to work. It doesn't make sense. And mm. I would never touch Evelyn with a 10 foot pole relationship wise because that's just that's just not what I'm looking for in a partner, right? That doesn't mean I hate her, but and I kind of think that she's hilarious in some ways <laughs> because Corey is so ripe for getting his ass kicked. He kind of deserves it. Yeah. I mean, it's been six years. He If he's really been going to Ingebaugh for six years and she communicated that to him, yeah. which given all this fraud and she might have, and this could have been total acting on his part, he does need to get his shit together to live there. He is making the choice to move to Ingebaugh. He can't live this sheltered existence where she protects him from all aspects of life in Ecuador. So I, yeah. I get it like philosophically. Practically, it still sucks. As someone who has lived in Mexico with an ex, I can say I handled my own shit. Like, I went to the doctor by myself. How are you supposed to live? I drove a car. Like, I go to the post office. Like, anything. I mean, I would pick up the tortillas at the end of the day. Like, I I could function completely. They're supposed to be running a fucking business together. And there were even some things that my then boyfriend, like, needed to do. And it was so annoying. How is he supposed to order liquor shipments to yeah. his bar? Yeah. How is he supposed to order cleaning supplies and pay bills? Or just travel into Playas, the nearest big town, to get like supplies or like anything. Do marketing. I don't know. Like run the social media account for the bar to mm-hmm. attract gringo. Talk with grandma by himself when Evelyn's not available. Lots of things. Yeah. Yeah. Open a bank account. He has to yell at the dogs in Spanish or they're not going to understand. Fuck That's off. also true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yes, I, I understood it was, fa- I felt that this was poor timing, right? Because he had a lot of stuff with him. That's Maybe his she, fault. And, yeah, I know. I don't think she asked him to bring anything. <laughs> he wanted a TV. Maybe the TV. Is the TV for the bar? Great, great point. I bet it is. I bet you it is. That's a good point. 
Yeah. Um, okay, so do you think that, oh, this is the other rumor that was flying around is that they were married. And I just don't, I haven't seen any receipts for that. I don't haven't seen, seen that. a single bit of proof. A lot of people seem I'm to be conflating no. marriage and just been together for seven years. Yeah. I don't know if they're married. I don't know. I don't know. At this if point, they are, it's entertaining and I don't care really. If they are married, that fucks up a lot of their timeline and makes yeah. it super fraud because he's talking about the ring and she's talking about, I don't want to marry him. That would just be a giant fuck you, I think, from TLC. Surely would. And also, isn't she 26? Don't know. She would have been 20 when they met then. Just well, quite young. we've seen younger. <laughs> Fernanda. Um, so walking to grandma's house, I have a great screenshot of Corey with all of his bags, like six giant bags, dragging them along this dirt road with all the goddamn pigs. And she's carrying nothing. <laughs> I just have no words. Evelyn does have an apartment on the beach, though. Do you think he bought it for her? Because I think that's definitely where most of the $40,000 went. I bet she did. Yeah. The roof is getting repaired. And so they have to stay at grandma's. His attitude about grandma's is shitty. It's shitty. And it make he made it seem like, okay, this is where I'm living now. It's just for like a day, right? Well, she might say a day, but things like that in like South America tend to turn into like maybe a couple weeks, but it's not permanent. For sure. And again, that's also something culturally you just have to learn to deal with. Like things just take a long ass time and sometimes you just don't know when they're going to (laughs) end. He's going to get food cooked for him three square a day by grandma. Yeah. Give me grandma cooking. Calm the fuck down. You're going to get like pork and rice and beans every day. I'll sleep in her humble bed. No problem. No problems over here. Bed looked comfortable to me. I didn't see any pillows. Also, I looked up the malaria stats for Ecuador. They're very low. He has not. That doctor scared him. He needs to do some fucking research. We talked about this on that episode when he went to the doctor. There is no malaria on the coast. Mm -hmm. That's not where fucking mosquitoes live. There, I didn't even see any mosquitoes. Or mosquitoes with malaria. Sorry. Right. Sure. I'm They're sure the there's. I'm sure there's mosquitoes, but <laughs> not with malaria. What did you think about the dogs? I experienced this in Nicaragua. Yeah, they're all over. It's definitely uh, disturbing. It's scary, but and it, sh- it takes you. You know, we were on a vacation. We weren't moving. <laughs> um, <laughs> So we were trying to have a good time. It just it just makes it feel like if you're on the beach, you're you're trying to relax. You're trying to have a, you know, picnic and eat some fish and drink a beer. Yeah. And then there's these fucking dogs staring at you. Yeah. And it, it's alarming. it's uncomfortable. It sucks. But they, yeah, the they're only, scary. The only way that you can respond to a pack animal like that, because they are in packs, even though they all look different, they're pa- roving packs. The only thing you can do is respond with aggression. That's it. Yeah, you have to pretend. She is 100% right it doesn't in that mean you, you just have grab to, some rocks and pretend that you're throwing them. They will literally scatter. It doesn't mean you have to hurt them, but no. you have to tell them to fuck off and you have to mean it. And they know when you're scared. Yeah, Trust for me, sure. from a person that was scared. They see this fucking idiot dragging all these bags. They assume that there's food in them, of course, right? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're smart enough in towns to know not to, like, kill a guy. No, I've never... They just want scraps and shit. Sure. 
But, but I mean, his comment, he's like, Evelyn, don't let the dog scratch me or bite me. I'm just like, well, what's she going to do like that you can't do? Yeah, exactly. It's weird. What, is she the dog whisperer now? <laughs> oh, side note, I thought Evelyn's parents were really cute. I thought they were like really beautiful people. I don't know. They seem nice. They, they were kind of teasing. They were making jokes at Corey's expense, the but only, they were so cute. Yeah, that's the thing that kind of bummed me out about it. If they've really been dating for six years, I mean, forget the marriage fraud. We know for a fact they've been together for six years. Yeah. And so just that they would speak about him in this, what a schmuck kind of tone after dating for six years, that just shows that they don't really have much respect for him. And that's probably Evelyn's fault. Yeah, totally. And that's a shame. Yeah. Not that he deserves respect necessarily, but this <laughs> this relationship is just like going nowhere and she's she's just continuing to lead him on and I don't know if he has any money left, so we're going to see what happens. I I think that this storyline is compelling for sure. Even I do with too. even with the fraud even that we with know the about. fraud and I wish that it wasn't that way, but it's interesting for sure. I think the town of Ingabal looks really cute and interesting. I, I don't. <laughs> not oh, no? yet. I mean, not yet. We haven't seen the beach. I want to see the beach. I bet her her beach apartment is at least relaxing and tranquil. Yeah. I like grandma telling him he looks fat. Grandma is hilarious. That's, oh my God. Right after Evelyn. Right after Ay, Evelyn. Gordito. Yeah. The, he, <laughs> right after Evelyn said he looks skinny. <laughs> I know. I know. He might, well, think about it though. When he was probably in Ecuador before and also, sorry, saying that he looks fat is also like a clue to like, she knows him. Maybe she Duh. does have affection for him. Right. And she, but she's met him before. Right? Oh, of course. How could, hi, nice to meet you, fat ass. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> so I was going to say like before when he was there, he was probably surfing every day with Evelyn. He's probably ripped. He probably was. So yeah. she's like, oh, what happened to you? <laughs> but anyway, I thought grandma's house was fine. It looked fine. I don't know why he's like throwing such a pitch fit. Is, is food in Ecuador good? In general, because in Nicaragua, you ugh, eat rice and meh. beans, yeah. and and if you're lucky enough to live on the coast, you eat fish. Oh, the Ecuadorians are going to kill me for saying this, but I don't remember the food very much. Okay. Peruvian cuisine, as, oh my God. as Ludwin um, no. alluded to Mexico, a couple weeks ago. Mexico, Peru, Argentina. Yeah. No, wow. No, I, I'm going to Disagree on Argentina, but... I, I'm going to... Just give me a steak with like a pound of butter on it and a beer. Oh, that's Argentina. Yes. yes I, that's I'm <laughs> fine with that. I'm just saying I'm going to gain 30 pounds a month in any of those countries. Nicaragua. Ooh, just rice and beans. I don't remember I, anything good that I ate there. I lost. I lost weight for sure. <laughs> I really hope there's no Nicaraguans listening because it's like the second time we like said we didn't like something about that country. Anyway, should we move on to Devin and Jihoon? Yes. Oh, this was probably the biggest shit show of the week. Do you it agree? It was great. Holy it was a train wreck to shit. watch. Controversial. Uh, I put a stake in the ground this morning and I'm not backing away. <laughs> Please tell me. So we have the airport disaster. That's what my bullet point says. Ooh. Airport disaster. I when, when they showed the Las Vegas sign, I just, I literally wrote down Colt in my notes. <laughs> Because I'm so fucking scarred about Vegas from now on. I just, I see Vegas. I think, oh, fuck. All right. We're going to talk about Colt now. Just how is Devin so clueless? She like doesn't know when they landed. She doesn't understand that she's 45 minutes late. They have she to doesn't... go through customs. They're not late. 
They're coming from fucking Korea. I oh, because she said they landed forty five minutes ago. Yeah, I know that's normal. Mm-hmm. And then her kid, the ten minute rule. I oh god, I said on your a lot of people liked. I said on your Instagram. I don't call it a 10 minute rule. I call it a shut the fuck up and sit down rule. I feel so bad for the Korean parents that have to pronounce Drusilla. They said Drusilla or something. They're doing pretty good. They're trying real hard. I think they do it perfectly well. And I'm sure that Devin feels that that is the true essence of the pronunciation. Oh, totally. Yeah. And the Korean parent judgment is it's great awesome oh i love it mother-in-law just says she's like it's shameful that she has a child she does not hold back i have I, to they, her parent his sorry jihoon's parents are just funny i just like them i just can't believe she she is a mess she's a hot fucking mess she can't hold her shit together for 10 minutes in a fucking airport terminal when she's about to meet the parents of this guy that she loves she cannot hold it together at all caveat some people did knock me for that because she is like nine months pregnant fine she's nine months pregnant she's a terrible anyway um hold your shit you it, it, Anyone, I don't care if you're nine months pregnant, you're about to meet these fucking judgmental as fuck parents justifiably. Hold your shit together just a little bit or at least have the presence of mind to lie and say, oh my God, I'm just I'm just so happy to see you. Jihoon, fucking bro, Jihoon, tries to play it off to the parents that she's just so happy. Is she, this is the He's thing. a genius and I love him. He's maybe not a genius for... I don't think he's um, very smart, this situation actually. situation he's like, in. <laughs> I had a Korean write me about that. I'll talk about it on Patreon. But um, so this is... I, 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 ju- just, I just love that the first thing he says when he meets her is he's like, hey, can you can you fucking smile or something? Like- <laughs> so this is... I have a comment about that. So in Japan, I know for a fact Korean is similar in what I'm about to explain, even though my experience is in Japan, but I had a lot of friends that taught in Korea. So there's a thing in Japan. It's just like Genki, right? It just means happy, but you're supposed to be like Genki, like all the time. Right. Like that. She knows this. Yeah. And it's like a cultural thing. Like when you, especially around people, you don't know, you put on your Genki face, right? I'm not, I don't, I'm, I don't think we're saying that she should have done that because it's kind of weird to me. No, right, but she could be like she could. I well, I know that you, I hate it when you people are tell triggered. Smile, you are triggered as fuck when someone like tells you to smile or be peppy. But not in Japan. Right. It would literally so be in job she, listings. Like. She is so concerned about impressing his parents. Yeah, she knows a shitload about Korean culture. She is desperate to make them like her, but she can't hold it together for like five seconds. She's a mess. It's crazy. So the Airbnb, Devin is like really nervous because she's like, if they don't like it, they're going to judge me. And I was expecting like Lita and Eric level like cabin with cockroaches and mice running around. It was just a suburban house in it Vegas. It was just a suburban it was, house. It was, it was fine. Big. That's one of the smaller houses probably. Yeah. In, but it was fine. I'm sure it was super cheap. It is a little bit odd that she took them out to the Vegas suburbs instead yeah. of. I don't know, but I guess she would have had to book two hotel rooms. And they have the kid. And And I'm sure that house was very reasonably priced. Oh, sure. She probably got a, probably 200 bucks a night, maybe. So she would have had to book 
to to impress them on that level at a hotel, she would have had to get at least two hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. Two. And it would have had to been reasonably nice. It would be at least three times as expensive, right? Two so, floors, Kyle. All I have to say is two, two floors. Two floors, hot water. Okay. Can I call bullshit on the hot water? And I know people are like fighting with me on Instagram about this. <laughs> Let me just preface this with, I do not take this show seriously. So any fighting that I do is just for fun. Um, I call bullshit. I have been all over Korea, rural and village, like rural places and villages included. I have never ever in my life had a cold shower in Korea. This moment. It is like I'm a the super developed country. This isn't like Thailand or like fucking Burma that we're talking about. It's East Asia. It's like not on the level of Japan, but like it's way more developed than China. And it's a tiny country. Also, you're not you can't really get that rural in South Korea. It's it's not very large. All right. We have to talk about the big topic. Fucking co-sleeping. I'm going to I'm not a parent, so it's really hard for me to judge. I mean, I can support you, though, in your judgment. Massive judgment happening. <laughs> okay. Prepare yourself. I'm prepared. Go ahead and do your rant. I can't fucking deal with this. It's horrifying to me. How old's a kid? Three and a half? Three and a half. It, I think. The baby. I mean, I'm sorry. The baby. So, right. The baby that's still drinking out of a sippy cup bottle and is wearing diapers during the daytime. <sighs> Listen, I am not judging... Devin as a single mom here that's that's the caveat I get that you do what you have to do because you know it's just you and the child she still has grandma there she co-slept until she was seven I think it's super weird but again if you're a single mom I'm not like judging you I don't care there comes a certain point where you have to cut the cord colt a la cult, right? However, if you are a married couple, this is fucked up. Or even if you're not a couple, it's even worse because they're not married. I don't even care about married. He's a stranger. They're, they're, That's what was yeah, like. Yeah, I don't care about married or not. It's she has seen him once. Twice. Okay. Once. Once to get her pregnant she and once remember. she went to Korea. <laughs> I mean Drusilla. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, to have your kids... Look, I don't have a kid. It's hard for me to judge here. But I could imagine that I wouldn't even let my dog sleep between me and the man that she had met once. My wife and I have a hard enough time sleeping in the same bed with each other. Because I move around all the time like a crazy person. Now, when our son is like sick or he has a nightmare, of course, of course you let the fucking kid. When my wife is on a business trip, yeah, he can come in and hang out and vice versa. It's fine. I kick him out after a half hour because he never <laughs> stops kicking me. But this is insane. I will admit something. I'm scared. We have we, literally the first night we brought him home from the hospital. We put him in a little crib next to our bed and we couldn't even fucking handle that. <laughs> Because he was just kind of moving around and making like weird noises. The kid was like fucking four days old and we shipped him to his room. And No, that's great. And you know, if he was making noise or fussy, we would sleep in that room on a normal... We had a normal bed next to Hip's crib. Yeah. And we did that all the time. But I just don't get... I don't get this at all. Maybe it's just because it's not me. When you take... 
Devin as she is <laughs> and just wrap this co-sleeping thing into that, it kind of explains a lot about her, I feel like. And we will talk about Devin's mom and how concerning oh, that situation is on Extended because it's fucking dark. Okay. Yeah. We found some shit on the internet. Let's just save it. And woo. So that's my rant. I think it's fucking crazy. I'm not judging you if you're a single parent. If you're married or with someone in a long-term relationship and that occurs past the age of two. <sighs> the, one, the last thing I'll say about these two, which I thought was really funny, was Jihoon was like terrified that like he was never going to have to bang her. Even if you totally disagree with everything I said and you're raging at me right now, she is not reading her partner's cues about this. Mm -hmm. To him, this is insanity. And she, the, the thing that pissed me off most about this scene wasn't even necessarily the co-sleeping. It's that Devin is so just, she completely ignores Jihoon's reaction and feelings about this. Jihoon's like, what the, oh, oh, what the fuck? And she just says, of course she's sleeping here. What are you talking about? You don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. She just, my, my my dick like crawled up into my stomach. <laughs> I was so horrified by this. She said that, you know, Drusilla sleeps with her every single night. And I was like, well, she wasn't sleeping with you when you got pregnant on the first night when you met Jihoon. Maybe she was sleeping with grandma. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, anything else to say about these two? She lets the kid do whatever the kid wants. That kid runs her life. It It's terrifying. And it's going to just continue to get worse and worse the longer she puts up with it. This is a component of that like psychosis. Yeah. It is. It it just shows that she can't say no to her kid because you can kind of tell that she doesn't want it to be this way, right? She wants to have a night with her future husband, but she feels like she can't say no to Ducilla. That's the worst part about this. Mm-hmm. And now we have to take a quick break to talk about our sponsor, BetterHelp. Is there something that's interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Maybe you struggle with depression, stress, or anxiety. Maybe there's a family conflict or a relationship issue that you need to work through. Or maybe you struggle with grief and trauma. Whatever it is, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment that is so convenient as well. You can now get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. Anything you share is completely confidential. And if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. I'm a big advocate of therapy. I find it really helpful to deal with anxiety and family conflicts and other issues. But I do struggle to find the time to drive all the way to a therapist's office and then schedule all the appointments I need to with that specific therapist. BetterHelp allows me to schedule appointments online. I can call in from anywhere and it's super convenient. Also, if you live in a rural area or somewhere where it's difficult to access therapy, BetterHelp is a great option for you because you can be anywhere. And this includes internationally. For our Canadian friends, because I know that a lot of you listen, you can access BetterHelp from anywhere in the world. This means that Evelyn and Corey could technically use BetterHelp to work through their serious relationship issues. Best of all, BetterHelp is a truly affordable option. 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code Cray Cray. 
So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash cray cray and simply fill out a questionnaire to help you assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash cray cray to get 10% off your first month of counseling today. Okay, should we talk about Lauren Aladine? Yes. Or Aladin? Just to say both interchangeably like uh, Jenny does. I know, right? <laughs> Jenny blocked me. Well, I know. I don't understand what why. What is with that? I didn't I say anything bad about her unless it was on extended. <laughs> I, I don't think we've said... I definitely haven't said anything bad about Jenny. I think I called her an auntie on extended. You said that she was an auntie. Empirically correct. Okay. Well, whatever. Right. I like her. I, I like her too. I know. Don't block me. <laughs> if fucking Tiffany hasn't blocked me yet, you should be ashamed. <laughs> We meet Aladine. It was so exciting. I knew when they had that music, that ethnically appropriate music <laughs> cueing him. I was like, I feel like this is Punjab. And he's like in guitar. Anyway, for matter. me, I'm looking good always. I'm like Brad Pitt. Oh my God. He loves himself. It's kind of great. But for some reason, it's not off putting. I still like it. It's him. not. It's to me, it's more like swagger with him. I know it totally is. With Jesse, it's so off-putting because you know it's wrapped up into a horrifying personality complex of narcissism. And maybe we're going to see that play out with him. But so far, he just seems like a cool guy. I don't know. He just seems... He's definitely full of himself. He's had lots of girlfriends. Of course he has. My initial... My Everyone on our Patreon is obsessed with him, by the way. I know. I love him. So my initial impression is that he really loves Laura. I think so, too. I. She's what he likes. Blue eyes, blonde. She's just sexy. I say, why not? Yeah. I think he's seriously into her. I thought that that would be... I don't know. I didn't know what I expected, I guess. So I didn't really have like a mental model for what I thought it would be like. He doesn't want to really come to the States, or at least he hasn't expressed his desire to come to the States. So one can only imagine that he just like is super into her. I think what we're going to see is genuine affection, but also massive culture clash. I think that we're going to see massive jealousy too, and that's going to be the drama. And I'm here for it. For sure. Get crazy, Laura. Get fucking crazy. I want to see it on TV. I fucking love that he blocked her. He what? He blocked her on social oh, media to get her to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I thought that was hysterical. Can we talk about this barbershop? Yeah. Katari that... barbershop was probably my favorite scene in this entire episode. They were not fucking around, right? What was that black wax? It was charcoal based, I read. Oh, I kind of yeah. want it. I bet that does wonders for your pores. I bet exactly. It pulls it all out. I have a charcoal mask I use to minimize pores. Right? Would you do that? You have facial hair. I do not. Would you like wax your neck beard? No. No. Well, first of all, I do not have a neck beard. That is insulting. (laughs) You also don't strive to look like Brad Pitt and have many girlfriends. I don't try hard at all. (laughs) I'm like doing air quotes. Do you remember when we used to wear matching outfits? Jesus Christ. No, no. What I remember is you copying me. Kyle used to always wear like black skinny jeans and a denim shirt. And I called it the Kyle uniform. And then I realized that I also wore that a significant number of days. And so we just ended up wearing it a lot on the same days. I think you copied me when we worked together. Yeah. Black, black skinny jeans and a denim top. Very original. 
It was fun. Um, the scene was awesome. I loved the barber. I loved their banter. I love that he was like, don't tell me, don't tell me. Okay, tell me. Ooh. I love Jiggy like Jiggy. What? I love Jiggy Jiggy. Jiggy. The internet is exploding over yeah. Jiggy Jiggy. He is memeable to an extreme for sure. He's good looking too. He's very tall. He's super good looking. Yeah. He's really tall. He's has broad shoulders. He's got the classic like dark, tall and handsome kind of thing going on. And he's, he's he exudes confidence in a mm-hmm. way that's not outwardly douchey he's not obnoxious not yet at least but yeah i mean the one thing he does say when he's out to tea with his barber or coffee or whatever they're drinking is like i'm the man and i'm gonna call the shots and that's it but is that like untypical for his culture i don't think so i don't think so that's basically just stating his worldview as pretty much anyone would expect it to be right Mm -hmm. not to say that that's that's how i live my life or that it's wrong or the best way to be or something but that's what this drama is gonna be oh my god because she's coming with not gonna let him she's coming with coochie cream and dildos (laughs) and he's gonna be like excuse me what the fuck is that my dick is good enough. And then she's going to present him with sex for dummies. And he's he's going to get pissed off. He's going to get so He's going to start talking about all the chicks that he's banged in his 29 years. And I don't need this book. And put that away. Get it away from my beehole. <laughs> I said that Do the barber. Do you think she's going to peg him? She's going to what? She's going to peg him, huh? What's peg him? Oh my fucking god! Do I have to get like a some weird sex oh, urban my dictionary fucking out? God, Kim. All right, we're talking about unextended. Oh Jesus Lord. Okay, I did <clears> say <throat> that the barbershop was the best scene, but I lied because I just realized we haven't talked about the sex shop yet. Right? Yeah. Laura is freaking hilarious. She's, she is just pure entertainment. She is. I don't want to say that she's like Angela. Number one, because she's Canadian, and that's just not. They're just not the same person. That's just offensive. But yeah. but That's she's... almost as offensive as saying Mrs. Butterworth's is maple syrup. <laughs> We're talking to you, Ludwig. <laughs> um, no, but I, I, she's like Angela in the way that I can just watch her as pure entertainment lightheartedly and like not, you know, there is to the me, drama, Laura, but it's just fun. To me, Laura is far less offensive than Angela. Oh yeah, for sure. But, <laughs> but also like, I don't know, Angela, I just never got worked up over anything. Like, not like you're getting worked no. up about the co-sleeping or we get worked up about like Ashley calling the police or whatever. I, I agree. It's just pure entertainment. And that's what I want. Laura is herself and she's not here to apologize about it. Nope. But to me, it's more, it's even more wholesome than Angela to me. Oh, yeah. Angela's not wholesome. Everything around Angela's orbit is uh, (laughs) unfortunate, right? It's just like the Jerry Springer episode she was on twice. Yeah, it's... And it's so funny that she shit talks his lovemaking. Oh, it's hilarious with the sex shop girl. Damn, she like commented on my Instagram and I forget her name already. But she was a treat. What a hilarious. Wearing a crown. Amazing. What was the crown? That's great. I'm going to be on TV. Definitely (laughs) wearing a crown. (laughs) And she just like, she just had, she didn't hold back at all. I loved her. She was talking about the coochie cream. I guess if you're working in a sex store, why do you have to hold back about anything? She's so That's like a stated benefit of working in a sex store, right? That's true. But she's on TV. She just, she was just a natural. Yeah. 
I loved it. What did you, I mean, if somebody presented you with a sex book, like there's no way he's going to read that. I feel like one of my guy friends would give that to, we would give that to each other as a joke. Yeah. But if my wife gave me that sight unseen as a genuine gift that she thought would be useful (laughs) to me and we hadn't been in sex therapy for like a year. Yeah. I'd feel pretty fucking sad about it. Best line of this series ever. (laughs) I don't know where Katara is. I sell dildos for a living. And somebody on my Instagram commented like, I work for an international airline for like a decade and I don't know where Katara is. (laughs) I was like, fair enough. Almost up there. It's not there. like a common country you hear about. Almost up there for me was pretty sure I can't buy coochie cream in Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, sex for dummies. I wonder if they have that in Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was just fun. You have anything else to say? I just loved, loved everything Lauren Aladdin this, this week. It was so funny. So lighthearted. Loved meeting Aladdin. I don't know. I have not. It was just great. All of it was great. Every moment was great. I hope her bag gets searched a la pole <laughs> at the airport. It's contraband. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should we move into Ashley and Jay? There's a lot of controversy about these two. All right. I need to get a beer. Let's pause. Okay. Beer break. All right. Back from the beer break. Let's talk about Ashley and Jay. Kyle looks very sick. <laughs> I could barely understand anything Ashley was saying because so much was bleeped out, like every other word. It was really hard. I hope your dick shrivels off and you run hell and die. I think the exact quote was, you're fucking disgusting and you're full of shit. I hope your dick shrivels off and you fucking rot in hell and fucking die. <laughs> Way to use someone for a green cart, unquote. <sighs> When he said, whose fault is that? What was he trying to say? Not smart. Okay, but can we go by the play-by-play here? No. Okay. (laughs) I just want to point out, because there's a lot of controversy online about this, and we're not going to go into all of it, because this is a fun podcast for fun times. But Ashley, they sit down with Destiny. I don't know why Destiny's like like mediator. Um, the whole time and they have this discussion and then he makes the whose fault is it comment and she gets in his face. Then she puts her hands on him and pushes him. She assaults him. She pushes him. Yeah, for sure. And then he just tries to, I don't think he really fights back. I mean, look, we didn't see the whole freaking thing and we get one camera angle. So this is from what we saw. It looks like he's just trying to kind of hold her there. Right. And then he leaves of his own volition he leaves the apartment. And he just stands outside freezing his dick off. And she calls the cops. Right. Why? Because she's a vindictive bitch. Does she realize the cops are not... Res- like, your local police force is not responsible for no, deporting people. not at all. And it's not an emergency either. Calling 911 is also, like, really suspect to me, too. Yeah. Even if you could feel like this was justified... She should have called her local non-emergency police number, if at all. The, these fucking local cops are not responsible for enforcing immigration law. He has broken no laws that they have jurisdiction over at all. And look, I'm not defending Jay. I mean, like, obviously, he's a... Yeah, just like asterisk. He's a trash person. Everything but... we say in the next couple minutes, asterisks, 
Jay sucks. Yeah. Okay. But like, he didn't commit a crime. Cheating on somebody is not a crime. You have two seconds before you're deported. Five fucking cops show up. This reminded me of Danielle a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gonna get Muhammad deported. It was fast. So the, I felt like there was a transition with these cops. Like when they showed up. They were very cordial. Again, were, from what we saw. They were, but I thought that they even got more cordial as the encounter went on. Well, because Jay was so calm. I want, for sure. Jay did everything and we'll talk about this on extended. I just thought when they started asking him, where were you born? Where did your visa oh, that expire? Was, that was weird. Why were they asking him those questions? It was, it was odd. And I felt like that wasn't their business, but it, as the encounter went on, it almost seemed like they really understood, oh, well, there's an entire film crew here. What's that about? Yeah. I wonder if they kind of cleaned it up a little bit at the end there because they, they were treating him with the, the amount of respect that they should treat everybody. But Jay didn't break any laws here. No. I mean, I understand why they, I guess they stayed just to make sure that they separated them and as the cop said, minimized contact between them. But it killed me when Destiny's You got off easy. No, but I don't think he knows what it takes to be a family man. He is twenty years old. Yeah, that's Ashley's fault for picking this. A lot of people boy. are blaming her on like the social media. Like she's the one that brought a twenty year old boy here and married him and expected unrealistic i guess she had unrealistic expectations and i don't think people would really care that much about this or it would be more lighthearted if ashley didn't have a couple kids that's true i mean she even says at the end she's like i don't know how i'm going to explain this to after she makes the puzzle comment it's like a puzzle that's kind of been destroyed and now i have to figure out how to put the pieces back together what and then she's like i have to explain this to my kids yeah yeah, you do. That's going to suck. What was with Ashley saying they couldn't get in touch with immigration because it's late and that's why they let Jay go? <laughs> that seemed real strange. It, I, I don't, don't know what to make I of that at all. <laughs> I didn't even know at first with the cops being so cordial and like asking where he was born and stuff. I was like, are these real cops? Is this like a production assistant like dressed up in a Halloween costume? You know, sometimes... I think that they start asking questions that seem out of nowhere, but they're trying to gauge the situation too. They're trying to see if they ask these questions, if he becomes super combative about it, then that will color their opinion on if this is a real domestic dispute. With Jay responding calmly and honestly, I think they started to realize this was really just a bad argument Mm-hmm. And they had no reason to be there. So everyone just leave. Yeah. Who do you think picked him up? People speculated it was the girl that he banged in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know. Because who else is going to come pick him up? I feel like Jay does have lots of friends. Yeah. He is like the kind of personality. He's very charismatic. I, I hate saying could, something positive about him. But yeah. I think he probably has a bunch of people he could call that he hasn't banged. He could probably call a lot of people he has banged. That's... <laughs> For sure. He's like, which of the 12 bang buddies should I call? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I Do you have anything else to say about these two? Not until extended. Okay. Do you want to talk about Nickel and May real quick? Why? 
Okay. <laughs> um, Nickel and Asin's phone. I yeah. predicted this. I fucking hate it. It's awful. It is awful. I just love that Nickel's the only person that goes to the juice bar and gets an apple juice for May, the most uncreative juice ever, and then a chocolate shake for herself. But it had protein, okay? It had protein, Kim. Why are you going to a juice bar? <laughs> just go to the fucking Dairy Queen at that point. Just they go had to apple a, juice. Just go to a vending machine. Yeah. So weird. And then she does what triggers Kyle the most, FaceTimes in public at the juice bar. You love this. Who does this? Crazy people. She Paul, talks. Paul does this. Okay. <laughs> Fucking Paul does this. Why do they have to be in a public place with other human beings around to fucking FaceTime. Even fucking Eric and Lita FaceTimed in a park. That's true. I just love that she's like, May, go color. I got to talk to my boyfriend. Now I get that. I got to show my purple hair. I send my son off to do miscellaneous tasks all the time. Yeah. Maybe not in a public place because I'm talking to my boyfriend that's never going to marry me. <laughs> but... I, I didn't really have that much of a problem with that. You, you got to keep the fucking kid busy. She talks about the family emergency like anyone in this freaking world believes it. I know. No one believes it. She doesn't even press him to explain it on camera. No. There's an and implicit understanding that this is horseshit. And how long did she say it's been since they've talked? Like a week? Because he's been quote unquote dealing with a family emergency. I don't care how much you're dealing with a family emergency. You're going to talk to your significant other. Yep. Even for like a couple minutes. Why it, can't you even say who the family member is? Yeah. Why exactly. is that? Is his dad, his mom. His why can't aunt? you even say that? You don't even have to give details of what the nature of the medical thing was. Right. Just say it was my uncle. He's having a hard time. You know, and, and at least imply that you're uncomfortable talking about it on camera. He doesn't even do that. He doesn't even say you know, this is a personal matter for my family. My aunt is going through a hard time. You know, you know the situation, Nicole, and blah, blah, blah. He doesn't even imply that they've had a conversation about it in private. No. Nope. <sighs> but he says he likes the purple hair. At least in the front, it looks good. Now I can come to Morocco now that our bang trip got canceled. Fourth time's the charm. Isn't that what they say? Did you see the No, look? it's third. Third time's the charm. Charm is passed. No more charm. Move it on. Did you see the fucking look on his face when she said, now I can come to Morocco? Just just give Ooh. me a month. He's panicking. He knows he, he can't what does he need carry to do? this forward for much longer. Why doesn't he just find another girl to, to like lie to? He's making so much money on Matt Sharp. I feel no, like he has to. No, he can't get paid. To. He's a foreigner. Nicole is paying him oh, via the I store see. embezzlement. Via the store. <laughs> She's embezzling money and calling it a store. Uh, no. <laughs> God. It'll be, I think it'll be different this time because every other time we've tried to get married, there was pressure from families and stuff and money problems. So the same problems that currently exist. And will in perpetuity. Now there's money problems, child education problems. Oh, yeah, because her, her family mom pressure. is really worried about May's education. Did you notice that? Her mom is really worried. Yeah. Not I'm worried. She said my mom's really worried about She tries about to make May. it out like Azen gives a shit about May's education, too. I know. It's, he doesn't Azen doesn't fucking, give a shit. He doesn't fucking He doesn't know care. when kids go to school. 
No. I'm not getting at in all. a bad mood now. Do we have anything else to say <laughs> See, about that's these? That's why I didn't want to talk about it. I this. know. I'm sorry. It was awful to Okay, watch. well, to. To end it on a good note, then. Just, how many, just imagine how many people would stare at me with my purple hair. <laughs> to end it on a funny note, I'm going to read for everyone a We Are Not TLC message. <laughs> okay. So we get, for, for first-time listeners of the podcast, we get a ton of email every week, and a lot of it's just you guys giving us feedback. You can do so at 90dayfiancenews.com. There's a contact button in the right-hand corner. We read all of these messages. We just typically don't reply, but we do read all of your messages. And this one, and sometimes people think that they're talking to TLC, and it's just, it's fucking hysterical. So this is my favorite from this week. I'm writing this just to say that Lauren should get kicked off the show. She thinks she is everything and it is annoying me and the rest of the audience. They really shouldn't have added her to the cast. This show would really go downhill if she remains. They're talking about pillow talk and Lauren and Alexi. L-O-R-E-N. Yes. I died in footnote. Lauren also annoys the shit out of me on pillow talk. You used to like her. I know. I feel like if I met her in person, she would be okay. But like her just, I just don't like her on pillow talk. It's really annoying. Someone took time out of their day to write this, to go to 90 day fiance, cray cray.com. No, 90 day 90 fiance news. It points to the same thing. Oh, 90 sure, day fiance yeah. news.com. Yeah. Find the contact button and write <laughs> this message to us. Because of fucking pillow talk. I think it's great. I love it. It really makes my day. <laughs> um, that's all we have time for today, though. Yeah. Do you have any last words? Oh, man. Um, we have a lot to talk about on Extended. Welcome to all of the people that joined over the last couple weeks. It's incredible the response that we've had. We appreciate all of you guys. Join our Facebook group. Get in the conversation. All of our people on our Patreon Facebook group are hysterical. We, we have such a great time on there. That's where we spend most of our social media time these days. I love The Other Way. I love it. I think it's so fascinating, entertaining. We're, we're just scratching the surface on these storylines. Happily Ever After, it needs to fucking die. <laughs> And I have routinely done Instagram surveys and people like 90% of respondents like the other way more than happily ever after. And that's really, if you are in the minority that likes happily ever after more, we're sorry, but we cover the other way. Sorry, not sorry. We're going to talk about what is fascinating to us. We do this podcast for fun because we like hanging out and talking shit about this show. (laughs) We're going to cover the parts that are the most fascinating to us and go through absolutely everything outside of that and extended and more and dive into all sorts of weird shit. And, you know, we do interviews and go even deeper and weirder. So thank you to betterhelp.com for sponsoring the podcast. Go to betterhelp.com slash cray cray for 10% off your first month of counseling. Thank you to everybody who all of our Patreon people um, go to patreon.com slash reality cray cray for extended episodes. On Instagram, I am going.kyle. I am 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray and Reality Cray Cray if you want stuff outside of the 90 Day Universe. Shout out to friend of the podcast, Mary Payne. We were on her Patreon this week. Go check her out and Pink Shade with Aaron Martin. We love them. Friends of the podcast for sure. But we were on Pain in the Pod, just to clarify. Her podcast about other podcasters. (laughs) 
Yes. Mary and Payne. We love, yes. And Payne we also love Mary Payne on Pink Shade. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm excited for next week because I love this fucking show. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.